you or someone you love have scoliosis? Are you wondering what's next? What is life going to be like from now on? Or is this even a big deal? Hi, my name is Dave Butler, and welcome to the Scoliosis Experience. We are here to talk with real people, both patients, parents, and providers, to bring hope and clarity to the road ahead. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. In this episode, we have kind of a follow-up episode with Kristen Davis, who we've done an episode before with about adult scoliosis. We talked to her about yoga therapy, which is a, a cool thing that I didn't even know existed. It, it's yoga, but doing it specifically for different diagnoses. Kristen is a current patient of ours, and we actually have been working with her to develop a, a yoga side to our clinic. Align Therapy has been around for a while, but we haven't had yoga as an option for scoliosis. And so Kristen has been doing yoga therapy, which she describes what yoga therapy is and how it differs from just general yoga, which is, is pretty cool. You can learn about yoga therapy. You can learn how this can help not just scoliosis, but also anxiety and depression and things like that. So Kristen has been a, a great supporter of, of my clinic. She's someone that has scoliosis herself, so she, she understands scoliosis. And as she does yoga with patients, she's really coming from, from the perspective of someone with scoliosis. I think this is a great episode for anyone with scoliosis to listen to, and especially those who are interested in and looking for a yoga-type treatment for scoliosis. In this episode, Kristen talks about specifics of how yoga can help scoliosis, and she also shares some experiences from her past with scoliosis and different treatments that she's tried. So give it a listen, and here's Kristen. So I'm here with Kristen Davis. I asked her to do a podcast with me to talk about yoga therapy. Kristen's been a patient here at Align Therapy for a little while. We see her now and again for tune-ups and whatnot. When I break myself. When you break yourself. Recently, we've done a yoga therapy session with some of our patients and had good results and good feedback. So I wanted to talk to her about yoga therapy and if that's appropriate for those that are listening. So if you want to know more about Kristen, we do have another podcast episode where she talks about her experience with scoliosis mm -hmm. as an adult and as a, an adolescent. If that's of interest to you, you can see that in the previous episodes. But welcome, Kristen, and tell us a little bit about yoga therapy and maybe introduce yourself a little bit so people know who you are. Okay, so yeah, I'm Kristen. I am currently pursuing my certification to be a certified yoga therapist. I got, I've been doing yoga for about 20 years, but four years ago I had a trauma event and yoga was instrumental in my healing from that event. When I figured out that yoga therapy was a thing, that it was more than just yeah. classes you went and took at the studio, that it could actually be applied in a therapeutic setting, I just, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm on board. So a yoga therapist, you're, your typical yoga teacher does a, a 200 hour training and there's lots of different trainings out there, but I think most yoga teachers that you've seen or worked with have had a 200, at least a 200 hour training and a yoga therapist does a thousand hour training. So, so what's the difference in the training? Like other than hours, is it training in different types of yoga? Give us an idea of that. Um, so it's learning how to take yoga and apply it to individual people instead of just an entire class hmm. for specific conditions. 
Um, so, you know, we go over a lot more anatomy, psychology, um, geez, I'm sorry, I haven't even started my last semester yet. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know everything that's going to be in that class yet, right. but yeah, there's a lot more about the philosophy. There's a lot more meditation, the inner workings of the body that is just quite a bit above and beyond. Sounds like a lot more in depth. Yeah. A lot more in depth yeah. in it, you know, in the 200 hour, um, you're going over like how to do yoga sequencing and how to teach, mm-hmm. but you're not really getting in so in depth mm-hmm. to the individual conditions and, you know, working with individual right. people. And so when we say yoga therapy, yoga therapy isn't necessarily specific to scoliosis. Yoga therapy could be specific to any type of condition. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say, well, you can use yoga therapy for anything, but really you could if you had the right therapist, if you had a therapist who had right. experience in that, in that. So for instance, mm-hmm. myself, I specialize mm-hmm. in PTSD and scoliosis because mm-hmm. that's what I have experience in. Right. So, and that's what you've used for yourself to recover from those things. And, and that's what you're pursuing as you get into yoga therapy. Yeah. I feel yeah. like, you know, teach what you know. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's how I got into PT. I broke my arm, had to go to therapy. So away you go. Okay. So yoga therapy sounds, I mean, that makes sense that it's specific to a condition. And in this case, the condition is scoliosis. So as far as a regular yoga session, because some listeners may have been to yoga, some may have not, but what's the difference between a, a regular yoga session and a yoga therapy session? Okay, so yoga is a lot more than just the asanas, the poses. Mm-hmm. There's actually eight limbs of yoga that include meditation, um, the yamas and niyamas, which are kind of like moral code and self-care code. Your typical kind of gym yoga class or studio yoga class where you might be in there with, you know, 10 or 20 people, um, they're going to do a sequence and it's going to be kind of for a, a more general audience. Sometimes they'll do one that's more for back pain or more for relaxation, mm-hmm. but still they're having to work with a whole bunch of people at once. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a yoga therapy session, we're only going to do maybe a handful of poses. And sometimes we don't even do poses at all. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're just working on embodiment skills and um, like how to embody, what does a certain emotion look like in my body? Or we may mm-hmm. do a full, you know, we're maybe working on meditation and mindfulness so that someone, if, you know, like with PTSD to help bring that anxiety level down and make their body a safe place to be again so yeah it's very very tailored to the individual you know you might do handstands and pretzel stuff like you (laughs) like you do in a in what you would consider like a mainstream yoga class yoga has become mainstream can you believe it who would have thought right but uh yeah quite a quite a bit more varied and more in depth i guess would be the difference if, if what the client right. needs is handstands then that's what we'll then do you do handstands yeah so it's interesting when we had a little bit of background on this we had three of our patients do a, a yoga therapy class for two saturdays in a row with you and i had one of them i talked to her mom afterwards and she's like because this girl had done this girl had done yoga in the past mm-hmm. and she's like yeah we didn't do very many poses i think she was expecting it to be a little more like regular yoga i think she still had a good experience if you're thinking yoga therapy is just a yoga class specific to scoliosis i guess that's a little different it's not a regular yoga class you're not going through these poses and you're not doing 
what you see at the gym in a yoga class. I think that's good for people to know if they're looking at doing yoga therapy specific to scoliosis, that it's not what they're used to necessarily. Is that is that the right way of thinking about it? or? Yeah, yeah. So for instance, um, in the class, uh, one of the classes that I did here, we focused quite a bit on tree poses. We threw a couple mm-hmm. other things in there, but mostly we did tree pose for most of the Right. session yoga therapy well yoga in general are, are you familiar with paul check physical therapist he's i'm not okay um well he's he's got a whole thing about working out and working in mm-hmm. and yoga is working in and yoga mm-hmm. wor- therapy is working way way in so <laughs> you're okay. um it's very much and we talked about this in the other podcast but you know you've got eight senses not five the five that people are familiar with sight sound taste that are um, information about your external world. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your internal senses, which are interoception, proprioception, and vestibular. That's proprioception is the where your body is in space. Mm-hmm. And interoception is um, sensations from, for instance, when you feel like you need to burp, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's interoception. Mm-hmm. It's anything that's coming. Everyone knows what that feels everyone like. knows yeah. what that feels like, right? So the yeah. feelings that you are getting from inside your body. And interoception includes emotions because emotions mm-hmm. are they are really just actions in the body and chemicals in your blood. Hmm. And they're a collection of those. And so uh-huh. interoception includes emotion. Um, but it also includes, you know, my knee hurts or I can feel this stretching or that hmm. pinching, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the vestibular is the balance. Uh-huh. With scoliosis, obviously, there are some imbalances there. Uh-huh. And we're trying to bring the awareness when we were doing that tree pose, we're trying to bring the awareness inside you know, can you feel the muscles that are working? And maybe they can, maybe they can't, you know, in one yoga session, you're not likely to, it's one of those things that builds on itself, mm-hmm. but um, maybe they can feel that muscle that's working a little too hard or that isn't working. Or maybe they can feel, for instance, all the students in the class at one point we were doing this tree and I said, okay, what did you guys notice? And every one of them said, I noticed that one of my hips hikes up when I do X, Y, Z. And they hadn't been, they hadn't noticed that before, Mm -hmm. but by bringing that awareness, Mm -hmm. um, because if you're not aware of what's going on in your body, how can you possibly fix it? So I totally agree. And that runs right along with what we're trying to do with Shroth exercises or other scoliosis treatments, trying to get the person to sense and feel where their body is in space. We use mirrors a lot, which is one of the external senses. Yeah. But if we can get them to sense that internally and make corrections based on that, I mean, heck, that's Yeah, because sometimes you do, you need a mirror that, and I myself will look at a mirror or sometimes I'll look at that body part and be like, am I, is what I feel, (laughs) is that correct? Yes, I, it really is there, you know, because the interoception or the proprioception isn't quite what I thought it was, you know. Right. But yeah, so we, we spend quite a bit of time in those for scoliosis, we spend quite a bit of time on a few poses just so that we can really dig deep. Because when you're only in a pose for three or four breaths and then you're moving on to the next mm-hmm. one, it's hard to really get a feel for the alignment. And Right. For those of us with attention problems, maybe that's <laughs> what we need to do yoga. But for those who need it for a specific reason, definitely we want it to be more therapeutic. You already described a little bit about a yoga therapy session, what it's like, describing what what you did here, but kind of run us through what it would be like, how long are they, what would you do at first, kind of what's your your progression through that? 
Well, first, um, with any new client, if I'm working one-on-one with them, I have to assess them. And even mm-hmm. like with the clients that we had, I had them fill out a lengthy questionnaire yeah. <laughs> so that I had, I wasn't coming into it completely cold. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you go into a studio yoga class, you walk in cold and that instructor right. gets to know you over time, mm-hmm. but I really can't do a lot with you until I get to know you a little. Yeah. So I have to do an assessment. And then depending on you know where the client is at physically and mentally, depends on what they're presenting for are they are they here mm-hmm. for you know back pain or are they here because they can't sleep or because they can they not sleep because of their back pain or can they not sleep because their mind won't right. turn off um, and then we'll tailor it to that and it's um, your standard yoga class is very much do this just follow this instruction mm-hmm. whereas yoga therapy is try this try this mm-hmm. let's see if that helps if that doesn't help let's try this mm-hmm. try this and see what you find out Try this and see what you learn about yourself. And then getting their feedback and Yeah, and getting their feedback and progressing that. from there. So yeah, it's uh, just like physical therapy. It's mm-hmm. you you can't just do it once or five times and and have it right. solve all your problems. <laughs> you right. gotta... It's not necessarily one of those just a fun weekend yoga class that you do once and that this is something where you're building on top of what they're learning each time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, you know, and there are plenty of people that just want to check it out. They, you know, come once or three times and then they're kind of like, oh, it's just not for me or they mm-hmm. they don't want to do the time commitment and, mm-hmm. and that's fine, you know. I think with yoga, that one thing that we deal with sometimes is the perception that people have of what it's going to be like and what it actually is like. And I think you painted a good picture on what it's actually like and, and who it might be for. So how long is a normal yoga therapy session? I do at least an hour. I like to give myself a little flexibility because things don't always go according to plan. You know, sometimes right. if, if a client is right in the middle of something mm-hmm. that's really helpful for them, I don't want to look at the clock and say, you're done, right. <laughs> you know? So right. um, hour, hour and 15 minutes okay. is, is usually what I allot. So. And ideally, how many people are in these classes? My favorite way to do this is one-on-one because I mm-hmm. feel like you're getting you're getting the most. So oh, um, when when you're one-on-one, but for a class for a group, I recommend no more than three. I just I don't think mm-hmm. you can give people the amount of attention. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, imagine you trying to treat three physical therapy patients at once. Oh yeah, it doesn't it, doesn't work. Yeah, if they were all like total knees or ACL reconstructions. That's a different story. But, right. Yeah. Which is with, why I limit the classes. I'm like, yeah. I don't need a PTSD person and someone with scoliosis right. and someone with mm-hmm. insomnia all that's, I can't do that all at right. once. <laughs> we need, it needs to be very right. specific. Yeah. And the, and the more specific, the more one-on-one, the better they learn. Yeah. I would imagine. So that's good. Not, not like your room full of 15 yoga participants at once. I mean, yeah. that's, and That's don't get me challenge. wrong, I'm not putting those classes down. I oh, love no, that. No. That definitely yeah. has benefit mm-hmm. if, you know, if you don't want to do your yoga therapy or can afford yoga therapy, you can, you know, yeah. if you could go to yoga class and go. Yeah, so. the purpose is different though. Yeah. With that. Who's appropriate for yoga therapy? We kind of talked about what it's like and if someone's looking for just a regular yoga class, maybe it's not for them. But who is appropriate for this or what are what's your ideal client in yoga therapy for me and of course this 
answer might vary a little bit from therapist to therapist because mm-hmm. they're, you know, different people have different strengths. But mm-hmm. um, for me, someone who wants to work on those inner senses mm-hmm. that we that we named and mm-hmm. um, wants to put in, you know, wants to put in the work. And I, I don't mean mm-hmm. slave driving work, <laughs> but, you know, someone who yeah. wants to put in the effort and and use their awareness to find their own potential for healing, whatever they can do for themselves Mm -hmm. to give them, you know, I had a yoga instructor once talking about how, you know, we were empowering people to um, make positive changes in their own well-being and in their own health. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I I liked it, but I had a little bit of a disagreement. I I thought, you know, I don't think that I'm giving anyone any power that they don't already have I'm just helping them figure it out. I'm just facilitating. Teaching them, but helping them to teach themselves. Yeah. With that. Is there anyone that's not appropriate for it? Like, who would you be like, maybe you're not the right the right person for this? Um, well, anyone who's not willing to put in some time. I mean, mm-hmm. if, you know, if, if you think you're going to come to yoga therapy once every couple of weeks for an hour and it's going to solve your mm-hmm. problem... It's not. <laughs> I okay. mean, something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But um, and is this something that you give them homework to do? Like putting in the time doesn't just mean coming to the sessions. It means what? Yeah. So yeah, you would do the homework. For instance, if um, if I'm working with a PTSD client, I may be giving them meditation homework. You mm-hmm. know, and if I'm working with a scoliosis mm-hmm. client, I may be giving them tree pose or supta pada gustasana you know, a, okay. a hand to foot pose that, mm-hmm. you know, please do this three or four times this week and then report back to me what, what you found out. So, right. And if they're not doing that, then the benefits kind of go down. Yeah. Similar to what we see in Shroff therapy. I, any other information on yoga therapy that you want to, you want to talk about anything specific? Yeah. So we talked about how it was tailored to the individual and mm-hmm. it's an em- embodiment practice where you're really just getting to know your own body. Really, you're helping build new neural pathways. So, you know, like with scoliosis, you've got these neural pathways that are saying, hold your spine like this, hold your hips and your shoulders like this. And mm-hmm. you're just trying to build new pathways. Same with PTSD. Mm-hmm. You've got this pathway that is, you know, making your mind race every time you lay down to go to sleep. So we're trying to build a new pathway mm-hmm. and stop that mind from racing and have a calm mind when we go to sleep. You know, and for me with uh, I with Shroth, so the yoga therapy and the Shroth just fit like hand in glove for me. Hmm. The Shroth was, you know, like it's it's trying to learn a new language with Shroth. You know, you you can understand it. You're a little slow in speaking it. You don't have all the vocabulary. You're kind of struggling. You're like, I'm a human, so I can do this, but but it seems awkward. And when right. I added the yoga therapy, all of a sudden the Shroth ex- exercises became like a native language for me. Hmm. I was like. Oh, I can feel that. I, I can feel exactly what that muscle is doing. I can feel. It, it's hard to put sometimes body sensations into words because, mm-hmm. yeah, language just fails us sometimes. Yeah. But that's the best analogy I have is that when I when I combined it, it turned that shroth new language into something that felt more native and fluent for me. So that it was just right. And it became it became something that now I can apply shroth. Um, in when I'm moving and in, mm-hmm. you know, cause my Shroth exercises are sitting and standing 
And now, you know, oh, I can twist and still do shroff, and I can walk and do shroff, and I can be in a handstand and do shroff. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't, I can't say that I'm doing shroff <laughs> excellently in any of those. But right. when I first started doing shroff, it was mm-hmm. a struggle to do shroff just sitting. It took a lot of concentration. Right. Just position. But now I'm, yeah, I know which muscles mm-hmm. to fire, and I couldn't even name those muscles, some of them, but I know what they feel like right. when it's happening <laughs> right and it, even when we're trained in shroth treatment it's not you know contract your quadratus lumborum or this or that i'm trying to get that person to feel what they're supposed to do and translate it from a conceptual knowledge of how to do correction to feeling how to do correction and i think this is a, a cool bridge that we can use yeah to because the whole yoga the word yoga the root word means to yoke to connect hmm. to connect the body mind and mm-hmm. strengthening that body mind, actually connecting mm-hmm. with lots of things, but body mind being one of them. Um, when you have a stronger body mind connection, all that stuff's going to work right. better. That makes total sense, and that's the struggle that we. That's why you know we do it repetitively is trying to make that connection, build so, that new neural pathway. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it doesn't. It's not that strong of a connection. Sometimes the patients that I see just don't quite get it with what we do so this may be a good option that they yeah. can make that connection a different well way. you've heard the term what fires together wires together have you mm-hmm. heard that yeah. yeah so it's just getting mm-hmm. those neurons that um actually you know your muscles and your bones your muscles get all the the credit because they're like the actors <laughs> on the stage but it's right. your nervous system that's doing all the work your nervous mm-hmm. system wrote the play and is directing and lighting and all right. that stuff i agree and yeah the muscles get all get all the credit but mm-hmm. you're training the nervous system to, to right. make them fire the way you want them to fire. It's a great analogy. We don't give our nervous system enough enough credit, I think, most of the time. Without your nervous system, you're nothing. You're nothing. <laughs> Those you're... muscles are not going to do anything. Right. So, well, that's that's cool. That's a good explanation of how, how yoga therapy works. How does someone get in contact with you? If they want to look more into yoga therapy, if they have questions, or they want to just jump right in and try it, how do they get in touch with you? You can email me at bomiwellness at gmail.com. Bomi is B-O-M-I. It's short for body mind. Oh. So yeah. Bomi, B-O-M-I, Bomi Wellness at gmail.com. Um, and I'll put that in the notes too, yeah. so people can can just see that and, and pull that up. Yeah, but... I'm working on a website and that kind of stuff, but it's <laughs> it's coming along. Little did I know setting up the business end of it was Mm -hmm. so labor intensive. (laughs) That's a lot of work. So yeah, until then they can just email you and get more information that way. So any other information that you want to share with us on yoga therapy? Just, just do yoga, whether, (laughs) whether you're doing yoga therapy or not, even if you don't do yoga, just try a little mindfulness. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing the physical stuff, look into the other side of it. Try some meditation, Mm -hmm. try some breathing, um, breathing is really important in shroth. Oh, you know? it's totally important. Yes. Actually, breathing is, you're only going to live a few minutes if you don't breathe. Right. So. I think that's great. Try new things, move your body, mm-hmm. breathe. And even just general yoga is helping to build those connections too. So that's a great, a great way to start maybe. And then, and then they can get into yoga therapy after that if they like that. Maybe that would be a good way to do it. Or they can come straight to you. But we have your contact information. And I'll put that out there. And thanks for doing this episode with me. Thank you for having me.